Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to WrestleBuddy's GameSpot's Wrestling Podcast, filled with wrestling, friendship, and wrestling with friendship. I'm 40 over 40, your host, Matt Alfring. With me, as always, is the lovely Chris Hainer. Chris, hi. Wow, Matt. It's almost as if you couldn't figure out what to say. Yes, I am your co-host, Chris Hainer. Join the Dark Order. Join DarkOrder.com. We passed the century mark. Welcome to episode 119, baby. That's right. We go from episode 100 to 119. Episodes we, 101 through 118, you can just kiss off. Yeah, we give no Fs. Fs not given. We're fresh out of Fs. We need to buy some more Fs. I can't let's, spell my last name without it. Let's go to the F store. Hey, get the F out. Oh, are we WWE Circa whenever they change their name? Yeah, we're still Wrestle Buddies, but I'm Matt L Elring now. Matt Elring, I'm still. Ooh, I'm still Christopher, yeah. because it's a PH. Yeah, that's nice. You should change your last name to E L P H R I N G. I'm Matt Elden Ring. I mean, that's how we get hits. Yeah, that's how you get the hits. That's you, how we get the. You that's say how we drive traffic Ring. to the pod. Yeah, like, I mean, you're probably, you might be in a new story on GameSpot.com right now reading this, and you're reading it because Elden Ring was in the headline. That's right. Uh, oh my God, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Elden Ring. It said Elden Ring and Adam Cole, and you're like, I know both of those things and love them. Elden Ring, baby. Elden, Adam Cole, Ring, baby. Hey, big time Bex is a character on a wrestling program. Uh, we have a, a wonderful wonderful episode for you today chris we have a tantalizing menu of one item can you tell us about it i sure can't matt as you know in our world it's all about the boom it's all about the boom. it's all about the budge it's all about the budge uh so <laughs> we <laughs> like talking to adam cole i believe this is his third time on this show he's in the three timers club it's him and keisha we got to get them both smoking jackets yep um and this time we literally, we emailed uh, AEW and said, hey, we want to talk to Adam Cole, but only about video games. We don't care. But like wrestling is wrestling is lame. None of us like wrestling. Let's be honest. Let's let's be honest. There are some great podcast wrestling podcasts out there that give you the inside scoop on what's going on. And by the way, if you're listening to this show, that's not why you're listening to us, because we have never given the inside scoop on anything. That's not true, Matt. Remember when we accidentally sort of semi-trended after the Cody Rhodes interview. Oh yeah, when Cody Rhodes said he worked they they workshop he workshopped his promos and like and then people took the term workshop literal and that's not what he meant if you just listen yeah, to it. It's a whole Yeah, that's thing. weird. That's how you twist words in journalism. Ta-da! <laughs> we don't do that. Anyway, uh so yeah, we we talk about things we find entertaining, and as it turns out, we love video games. Adam Cole loves video games. We love Adam Cole, and Adam Cole seems to like appearing on our podcast. So we had him on, and we just talked about video games for close to an hour, I think. Uh, it was uh, 54 minutes before the cut. We'll see what... 54 minutes before the cut. Before Nothing's going to get cut, because we need every single time we ask him if he's played Little Nemo the Dream Master yet. So... <laughs> You know what? Let me let's, let's, uh, let's explain that. That came from oh, when did that come? That was that like I'll, I'll I'll well, I know when it started for me. Yeah, and it was when we were when we interviewed him at I think we interviewed him at the two K event. No, it had to have been before that. No, it, it might have been. No, it might have been the two the two K event. event was like the fourth time we had asked him at that point. All I know is when I was a kid on the Nintendo Entertainment System, Little Nemo the Dream Master was my favorite video game. Mm -hmm. And it's still in my top five or ten, I would say. It's one of my favorites, too. It's fantastic. So we just started 
when we got we got talking to Adam about video games, we asked him about Little Nemo the Dream Master. He had not heard of it, but also he's younger than we are. Yeah, he's he's not an he's not an he's not old man matter Chris aged. Mm-mm. He's not in his forties. So his like he was, I believe he was post NES. Yes. Okay. So here's from my recollection. Here's what happened. This, this started before the podcast existed. Yes. About a year before the podcast existed. I landed an interview with Adam Cole for the very first time, uh, through when he was at NXT. Um, and I just wanted to talk to him about gaming. Uh, as did as did Chris. Chris uh, Chris and I worked on the questions together. I'm pretty sure because that's just. And I will say, were. I will say, Matt, I feel like I've I've been cheating on you. I've been asking people in interviews who like video games about Little Nemo the Dream Master my entire writing career. I, I mean, but this is very much a Wrestle Buddies thing with us yes. and Adam Cole. But so we, Adam Cole loves retro gaming. This is something that I can ugh, something I hit upon with him years ago. We we just talked about retro gaming for a while. And one of the biggest retro games that Chris and I both love is Little Nemo Dream Master. So we just started. That was the opening question of that first interview. Have you and, played Little Nemo the Dream Master yeah. on the Nintendo? And, now and the answer the, was no. It was no. And that was, I think, four years ago. And he promised us that he would. And I keep from every, every, every time we, we talk do, to him. We, it's the one opening of the question. First things we bring up. And it'll be you know, as you'll hear in a moment. It's the first thing we bring up in this episode. Uh, and gets brought up a couple of times, I think, throughout the episode. Uh, he has not played it yet. I'm just going to spoil it. He has not played it yet. He said he says he's going to, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, look, you don't want to listen to us talk about talking to no, Adam Cole. You don't. We're, we're, I mean, the only thing wrestling related that we talk about is uh, his Halo gear, and that's really really cool. So enjoy that. And I will. I'm gonna, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of uh, behind the scenes planning for this interview that. Uh, mm-hmm. That never happened. <laughs> so here's Adam Cole, baby. That's well, yeah. Adam. Welcome to Wrestle Buddies. I'm just kicking it off. But yeah. <laughs> welcome. I should say welcome back. I think you've been on twice before. I That's have, right. and it's always been such a pleasure. By the way, so the you're such I heard, a pleasure. Take that. Uh, uh, yeah, in your face. Phoenix, right? I'll take uh, it. <laughs> uh, so we're 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 just we're chit chatting about uh, about the wonderful world of video gaming. You're Obviously, you're a video gaming guy. Uh, Aside from the Departy, you stream on the Twitches. Uh, You obviously love Halo because AEW Revolution, you had the uh, Spartan-inspired gear down to the right. I was at that show, I have to say, because I I relocated to Florida late last year. And so I was able to come to that show. And that was so fun. Thank you. Oh, man. God. Yeah, so that that gear actually has been, like, up in my uh, head for a really Mm -hmm. long time. Like I wanted to do something Halo inspired or honestly video game inspired as well, but definitely Halo because it was, it's such an important series to me. And yeah. I was like, oh man, there's no better time to do it than this championship main event match uh, at, at Revolution. My first uh, pay-per-view main event with AEW, which is really cool. So I was like, hey, I have a time to do it. Let's do it. Now, I'm going to ask you a controversial question. Ooh. Are you watching the Halo show? I am, and, but but I will be honest though, I am not completely caught up. Okay. So I I desperately need to get caught up on. I think episode four. Episode four, four is, is five episode, this week. Is this week? Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, five is this yeah, week. Yeah, right? you're right. Yeah, okay. Five. Yeah. So I still I need to watch two uh the last two episodes uh because just stuff has been so crazy. But I will say this, based on the first two episodes I've seen, mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. It's and fun. I, yeah, I know some people have been uh, critical of it, and I understand that because Halo is such a, I don't want to say sensitive, but important thing to so many people, me mm. included. So I, I actually really enjoy what they've done with like humanizing the characters and the story yeah. in a lot of ways. I think, I think if someone who has no idea what Halo is watches this show, they could easily follow along and get invested in the characters, which I think was a, a cool move. And it's just a different take on on the halo universe in a lot of ways, but I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. yeah. I, I appreciate that right out of the box. They're like, this is not the timeline, you know, mm-hmm. yes. Things aren't going to work exactly like they do in the games, because honestly, if this was, if this was pre like uh, the first game, 
that's not as fun to me because you're in this box where you can't really stretch outside of it. Right. Instead, we're getting to do weird things or getting to do different, like it's just, and it, sometimes it's just even little things like God uh, episode three, I think is when you finally properly get to see Cortana mm. like in action. And like, it's like, I'm into it. I'm just yeah. into it. Yeah. Right. Right. No, I, I have, I've, I've really, really enjoyed that. You know, the one thing at the very beginning and hopefully this is not spoilers because it's episode one but just just in case just in case <laughs> when uh turn away when, now right when when chief takes his helmet off yeah that was like at first i didn't even know how to feel i was like no oh whoa okay that maybe was too far you know i was i was very uh like oh my god i can't believe they're doing this episode one but then i thought about it and like i said watching the story unfold it's just, it's so much easier to process when you go, this is not a step-by-step -step recreation of the games and the universe there. And if you just appreciate it for what it is and you get to see these characters in a different life or a, a different light, um, mm -hmm. I think I think it's a blast. I think it's really, really fun. That's that's super important, at least to me. Like I came from comic book journalism now, I'm over yeah. the old game spots. Uh, and I've seen so many comic book movies where it's like, feels like beat by beat the comics that i've read and i don't want that anymore personally did you know uh, that batman's parents are dead wait 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 wait! don't tell me the don't tell me the pearls dropped in crime the, alley the, the pearls dropped in cry joe chill what a son of a bitch this joe chill <laughs> <laughs> next thing you're gonna tell me that uh, harvey dent's gonna get uh, some acid thrown in his face oh no yeah what or or, oh, or spoilers or, guys from a comic that's or he, or, christopher, or christopher nolan's just gonna burn him real bad <laughs> like real bad <laughs> hey have uh, you played uh have you played a uh, little nemo dream master for nes yet this has been something that we've talked about <laughs> oh for my five god years. greatest game ever i have not i have not and i'm ashamed and, th and there has got to be a point where we get together and chat you know once every six months once a year and i'll be able to tell you guys not only have i played it but i've beaten it that's what i've got to oh, be i've never done that i've never done that good no. for good i'm i'm good for future you well, I just beat I just beat Millennia on in Elden Ring, so I feel like I can take. Oh it. wow! I feel like I can do it, man. Okay, yeah, ha, like how much has Elden Ring overthrown your life? Because I I'm scared to try it. I'm yeah I'm horrified. It has ruined me. Oh no! <laughs> in the best way possible, <laughs> but it's like so. I'm I'm only, uh, and I say only. I'm only like 92 hours into the game. <laughs> That's uh, all right. Video games. It, oh my God. It is so so on my Twitch channel, um, twitch.tv slash the chugs. Right. I normally have a cycle of games that I play where it'll be like, you know, I'm going through Halo and then Dark Souls was on there, Zelda. Mm -hmm. I'll play like independent game, like I'm playing Ender Lilies right now, too, the uh, old school Resident Evil games. But Elden Ring came out and I was like, okay, I'm going to, I have to stream this the first day. It's the only time, I think I'm on part 23 or part 24 of Elden Ring. And I just have, I cannot play Jeez. anything else. Uh, it, it's one of those games where if I'm not playing Elden Ring, I'm thinking about Elden Ring. Mm -hmm. I I've, like last night I, I went to bed and I was just thinking about the fact that I hit this hidden wall and there was this whole other world that I didn't even know existed and how many different hidden walls are there? What kind of mini bosses are going to be at this place? It is the most, I do think for top to bottom, it might be the greatest video game ever made. Wow. Really? really? It is so, if, if now it's a dark souls game. So if you yes. don't like dark souls, <laughs> you're not going to enjoy this, <laughs> but if, if so, it's like the coolest thing too, has been, there've been a lot of friends of mine who, maybe tried Dark Souls and they weren't really into it or that, or they couldn't get past a certain point. So they just gave up in Elden Ring. The beautiful thing is there's just so many places to go. So many mm. different things to explore different weapons, different builds. Like every person that I've talked to has had a different experience, even in the first hour of the game. So um, it's, it's incredible. I, it, I absolutely love it. It sounds like the best game for the worst part of my brain where <laughs> I did because like I have I have this problem with every open I love open world games as just yeah. in general they're fantastic however I can never stay on task mm -hmm. like it took me so long it takes me so long to get through a Fallout game because I'm like no oh. I have to go talk to every NPC in Megaton like I have to <laughs> like otherwise what's the point of this game someone wrote dialogue for all these people I need to know what they're up to.
the the best part about what you just said is actually Fallout Four was the first proper open world game that I finished. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of the first open world games I ever played, mm-hmm. and because I had no experience with open world, it overwhelmed me so much that I didn't think I liked them. I yeah. was like. I don't think I like open world. I think I like to be told exactly what to do, where to go. I don't like the fact that I could do 10 other side missions and also build this sanctuary for all the NPCs that I've rescued. <laughs> like there was so much. And you know what, what else really wrecked me was because I have massive OCD with wanting to pick everything up. Mm-hmm. I was over yeah. and immediately. All the time. <laughs> I need, I need this army of tin cans. <laughs> right. What am I going to do? What if, what if I get to a, a mission where they're like, we need 300 tin cans. Mm-hmm. I got you. I, yeah. This is what I was built for. You and with Fallout, sick. you might run into that quest. Like there's <laughs> been true. quests that weird in the Fallout games. <laughs> right. I found a raggedy old teddy bear in one <laughs> town and the that. person in the next town over needed it for some reason. <laughs> and then you gotta collect oh, all the metal and make your shanty town. Right, right. It, oh it's, my God. It's I forgot so about wild. the shanty towns. Oh, that right. was that was a weird fun mechanic. Build an engine that will run everything in your town. <laughs> sure, it was too much. I like I I own like I own Witcher three on oh. four different consoles. I yep. have never beaten the game. I've put at least a hundred hours into every one. All I do is play <laughs> Gwent. That's it. Oh, I just play wow. Gwent and I explore. Oh, Matt, I got bad news for you. I think Gwent is a standalone game now. You can no, just get I that. don't that- like it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I think what I miss is like getting on Roach and traveling to another town to talk to a bartender to play Gwent. <laughs> I love I love how Witcher has turned into a hundred hour epic of a card game that you hate. <laughs> no, the standalone Gwent game for some reason I just don't like. I, it's oh, like, oh, because there's, no, the, there's no plot to it. No, no, yeah. like it's the journey up to the mountain that I enjoy the most, which is riding Roach through the right. Witcher three is I'm serious. Before Elden Ring, mm-hmm. I would say Witcher three, top to bottom, was the greatest video game I've ever played. I mean, my, it's my link to the past, game. loving heart is hurting at these words. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I'm saying what I believe is the greatest because I have actually right. two. I have a favorite, and then okay. what I think is the is the greatest oh, yeah, game. Yeah. And link to the past is a great. Uh, oh my god, talk about it epic epic game that was the first time i remember getting truly sucked in like like we had nintendo growing up and sure. whatnot but like i remember when we got when i had the super nintendo and got links to the past i was like i just want to see every inch of this world yep yep Ugh. unbelievable so Unbel- wait what's your favorite then so okay so I, i'll try not to ramble too long oh by that's all, okay wait, please, but, so free. going off of video game history because i wanted to preface it with i was a casual gamer from as early as I can remember, like mm-hmm. my first memory of my entire life, like not of gaming of my entire life was I was three years old and it, I got up really early and I ran downstairs and I saw that my dad had stayed up all night to play Road Rash on the Sega Genesis and he, and he got the Diablo bike. So the best bike you can get in the game. And I couldn't believe it. And at the time, the CRT TVs with the colors weren't like as crisp. So I was like, oh, my God, Dad, you got the black bike. Oh, that's so. But it's really dark blue. It's not even it's not even black (laughs) color. So uh, that was such an early memory. The Sega Genesis being the first console we had playing Streets of Rage 2 and Sonic 2. And again, we had an SNES, a PlayStation, N64, all that stuff. But very early in my life, I got bit by the pro wrestling bug. So from nine years old on, it was pro wrestling 24-7. Loved video games. They, had, they were so much fun. But if it came down to, like, playing a game or watching WrestleMania 17 for the 400th time, I'm watching WrestleMania 17. So, I mean, some, I, it, that, that, wait, which, what was, what, which one was Mania 17? Oh, Rock Austin 2. Oh, in the Astrodome oh where, where man. Austin turned heel. Yeah. 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 But uh, so, uh, but they're, long story short, again, to fast forward, I'm sorry to ramble. But in, in 2015, I had been wrestling for quite some time. And I realized, I'm like, I had no hobbies. It was just wrestling 24-7. And one day, Halo 5 came out. And I lived with my brother at the time. And he came home with Halo. And I'm like, oh, my God, there's a fifth Halo already? That's crazy. I remember playing <laughs> Halo when we were in high school. Crazy. And I said to him, I, I was like, hey, do you care if I play on your Xbox and play this Halo 5 game? He goes, yeah, yeah, sure. I stayed up till 8 in the morning. Um, and beat the entire campaign 
And I'm like, this is really fun. Then I played some of the multiplayer again the next day. This is really fun. You know what? I'm going to buy an Xbox. So I bought a Halo 5 edition Xbox One. And that for real, the rest is history. That's like, amazing. So it, it, it seriously, Halo 5 is my favorite game of all time. Uh, it's the game I put so much time into as far as the multiplayer goes. Uh, and it, the reason I'm saying that is just because of how important it is to me and my love of gaming. Like the, yeah. the fact that I have a Twitch is because of that game. And then, of course, again, playing stuff like, you know, uh, Dark Souls 3, Borderlands 2, Witcher 3, Red Dead 2, like all of these epic journeys. I don't know if I would have done them without that game. So, yeah, that's my it- favorite. Well, oddly enough, it, it was Halo Three that sort of brought me back to game and made me go. But yep. like, I hadn't had it. I hadn't had it. I had like a PS2, but I use it mostly to play SmackDown versus Raw. Yeah. And then, and then, like, I was like, I'm just gonna stop buying video game consoles. And then a friend like got me to try Halo Three. I was like, Oh, damn it. Yep. <laughs> and I was this like, I, and then I bought. I, I legit. I was like, I don't have enough money to buy an Xbox 360 right now, but yeah, I can. <laughs> but I can finance one from Dell. Because yeah. Dell was selling Xboxes at the time, and you know what? That's worth great. it, right? Worth it, so worth it. What a what a good series of games. Amazing, I I love them so much. Love them. Yeah. So like Halo One, I think it was Halo One came out when I was in college. Okay. And what we would do is at my buddy's uh, dorm, whatever. Uh, there was three different rooms, and we'd all bring our Xboxes over and like link it up, land party style. Land party, yep. yes. Twelve people playing like Blood Gulch is like the my best memories of any video game. Oh Mike, it was the best. I, I remember at one point we were so into Halo CE that uh, remember Xbox Connect, like the really, oh, yeah, yep, the really <laughs> dodgy <laughs> online uh, server where it would be. It would be the glitchiest experience ever. And uh-huh. we were just beaming the entire time. Like just getting killed or getting kills. And again, it's like two frames per minute. <laughs> but oh my God, it was so much fun. Jesus, So much fun. It's really weird to think about how far online gaming has come in a very short amount of time. Like as it goes, like, at, like literally, like and this is where I show my inner teenager. Every night, me and my friends back in California are playing Fortnite together and also voice chatting through discord and watching yep. movies all at the same time and you can do that and not drop a single frame yeah and it's fantastic yeah. unbelievable it, it, it does I, it makes me think though even with talking about frames and graphics and stuff like that like i remember with the playstation one and like seeing metal gear solid for the first mm-hmm. time and being like it's not gonna top like nothing's yep. ever gonna be better yep. than this this is the greatest graphics i've ever seen and the way that they keep developing now with the like i'm i'm lucky enough where with the series x and the ps5 i have a tv that can do 4k 120 fps Mm -hmm. which is bonkers uh and but then i'm like even five years from now not even 10 what is gonna happen like what kind of games are are we gonna get what kind of graphics what kind of frames per second are we gonna get like it's so better yeah Everything yeah, how is, does it get everything better? is gonna look like full motion video, but it's not. Oh, and that's gonna that's... that's gonna freak me out, man. It's gonna freak me that's why full out. motion video. I'm oh. I'm that's why I'm definitely scared of like look, I understand why people love VR. Like I think the Oculus is super, super cool. It's yes, super, the PSVR, cool. super cool. Like they're yep. very cool, but like I'm horrified that we're all gonna end up in ready player one. I know. And as much as I, I want to drive like a DeLorean or the Ghostbusters car, like Ecto-1 around a virtual world, I, gotta, I, I, I don't want to do it while living in a sky-high trailer, like <laughs> in like a weird tent city. Like that sounds terrible. Right. I, I would be, I would be sad though, if the day, and I don't think it ever will, but the day that like the controller goes away yeah, and yeah. it's all VR, I, people, I, I, and I don't think it ever will. I think there's always a, a place for couch co-op or sitting there and just wanting to use a controller to play a game versus like being immersed in it because i i love vr but i can only play for like 45 minutes before you're like you got to get a headache you got to stop then i start feeling uh there was there was one time i made the mistake of with uh me and departy with uh breeze swiss and creed Mm -hmm. we were all filming something for to play medal of honor front lines in vr oh and i had had a migraine all morning and I felt a little bit better. It'd been like an hour and I'm like, no, I can play. And at one point I have, <laughs> I have this VR headset on and we're playing and Swiss is like, chugs, 
come on, you got to help me. You got to move. And I couldn't move. Cause I was like, Swiss, if I move, I'm going to throw up everywhere. <laughs> Cause that, that post migraine feeling yeah. of like, Ooh, oh, this is going to be man. tough to play. This is gonna I, be, but VR is amazing. I also have to say like, like of all the VR to play, like, like I, I just remember one of my first modern VR experiences was, Oh, I, it was the the first on the first Oculus. They did like a, an early trial at an E3 that I somehow lucked my way into, and it was Alien Isolation, where you're just being oh chased God. around by a xenomorph. No, that's that's bad. That is scary. But the next experience I had was Job Simulator, oh. where you're literally just working the counter at a convenience store. I was like, <laughs> this is my speed. Medal of Honor, though. Holy cow! Like I don't want to be surrounded by that ever. Yeah, it's it's intense. My my favorite VR experience for sure, as far as like how cool I think it feels. And mm. it's a little bit more relaxing, I guess, depending on how you play it. But Beat Saber is yeah, just try that. the coolest. Yeah. Like you, you're, you're there in what feels like this real dome uh, and just these awesome songs. And you, it's like, it's like DDR times 10. That's how it feels to me anyway. <laughs> and lightsabers in your hands. It's, it's so cool. And then someone's taking a video of you just doing this. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Me there. Just Brit comes home. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, playing Beat Saber. <laughs> I'm rocking out. Come on. <laughs> right. Leave me alone. <laughs> this is so cool. This is what cool people do. You don't know. <laughs> But but horror games, I don't think I can do because I because I played uh, uh, God, what was it called? Willow's Heart, maybe or Wilson's okay. Heart. I, it, it's one of those. Uh, but it was like this horror game that literally so far from what I played, which was like 30 minutes, nothing has happened. It's all oh, mental anticipation of like oh, something scary no. happening. And I'm like, I can't do it. Nope, I'm good. The, I, I I played a bit of what I, I was it seven the Resident Evil they released on VR a few years back. Yes, it was seven. Could, I like I I could not make it very far because I was just like I can't I can't I can't nope. I don't like people running at me I don't like zombies running at me I don't like any of this like I nope. like I'm just gonna go play Super Mario in another room. Yes, I'll be right. cool. Like everybody's right. happy there. I'm just jumping on turtles. Like that's great. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I don't want to be it. I don't want to be scared of the game. I no. honestly I think that's why we like Matt Matt as well. We default back to wrestling games so much. It's yeah. like this is a nice, this is great. We can just create our own people and do our own thing and none yep. of it's terrifying or too action packed and it's very relaxing. Well, that that's the other thing too is there are like I have I love horror games. But specifically like I love the Resident Evil series top to bottom. Yeah. Like RE2 remake is one of the best games ever made. Uh, the original RE2 was my favorite until remake came out. Mm -hmm. But like, there's something about that game where I'm okay. Like, I know there there could be times where I'm startled or I jump or whatever. But Resident Evil never like messes with me. However, a game like Emily wants to play mm -hmm. or like oh. Outlast, where I have no weapons and I'm just vulnerable, I can't do it. I'm like, yep, oh, I'm good. I'll watch you play it. Uh, yeah. but, but I don't know if I want to play it. I, yeah, I, I distinctly remember the first time I played a quote survival horror game and it was like, we drop you in with nothing. If you're lucky, you'll find a stick. And I'm yeah. like, that's terrible. Like, right. what, am I, what am I supposed to do here? This doesn't make sense. <laughs> right, right. We used to have it's... fatal frame parties in college where it'd be oh, like wow. 13 dudes Ooh. in a house just like one at a time playing and then as soon as you got jump scared like you had to pass it off and that <laughs> oh. happened so much we were all babies too that's great uh. yeah yeah I, I remember um fatal frame was a game that me and my younger brother rented when we were younger because we loved resident evil and fatal frame was like too scary for us mm -hmm. and we but again it was still that like classic ps1 style survival horror only you didn't have weapons or anything but i i remember playing uh resident evil 2 for the first time and that very beginning portion where the truck falls over and there's the fire and the zombies yeah. it took us days to figure out that you could go in the gun shop we were like <laughs> where do we go because we had never played resident evil 1 or a survival horror at all we would run around kill every zombie or like not kill and be like where do we go do can we get in this car can we get in this car and drive off? When we eventually, by mistake, figured out that like we just hit X and then we went into a door, we were we were so shocked we couldn't uh, believe it. There wasn't <laughs> as much hand holding back then in video games, yes. like the opening tutorials. 
Right. I, but again, that's why I don't like things like Bloodborne or Souls games because like I need a little handholding personally. Sure. I'm getting old. I got my kid with me. We, I don't have time to think. Right. <laughs> right. I just it, don't. I just know I'm going to end up playing Elden Ring eventually, and it's going to ruin my life, and I'm you not going to know what to do. And I like, and like, it's going to be, like, it's going to be a constant, uh, just me texting, like, okay, so like, I'm at the spire, and I don't know what to do next. Yep. Help, it, there help. is a, there's a feeling of, and I've been very lucky in that I've managed to avoid a lot of spoilers for the game, but I'm, a, I'm actually so sad that because I think I'm pretty close to the end. And the idea of not being able to experience it for the first time again is such a bummer. It is the most compact open world with so much to discover. I like the amount of times I've walked to a certain area or picked up an item or met an NPC where my jaw was literally, you know, on the floor, my mouth was open so many times it's, it's, and I'm still discovering stuff. Like I know I'm 92 hours in and just yesterday I found this whole new area that I had never seen before. And I'm like, oh my God, it's, it's, it's one of the most amazing, if not the most amazing open worlds ever. Like it, it's, to me, it's up there with Breath of the Wild's open world. Like it's, oh, wow. it is unbelievable. Now you're selling me on it and I don't want. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's a aren't, journey. Aren't there also like multiple endings to the game? Like that's so, what, from what I understand, there's like a bunch of different ways the game can end. So, so far there's six discovered endings um, and people are still finding more. Like I think recently a seventh was found, but this game is so bizarre and that I guarantee you five years from now, people are going to find something that no one knew about, you Perfect. know, um, which is absolutely like, again, the guy who broke open the wall after hitting it 50 times. Did you see that? No. Oh, okay. So there are hidden walls in the Souls series. Okay. And this one guy went into this one area and he showed this video. And it, instead of it being like a one slash and you're through, this guy hit this wall 50 times and then it disappeared. So people were like, wait, what? There's hidden walls with like health now? <laughs> so, so, and then everyone was like, this has got to be a fake video. And then they went and did it and it actually worked. So now everyone is hitting every wall. Like every time I play, <laughs> there's always Jeez. another online player. I could just see his ghost and just hitting every single wall, trying to see <laughs> if this is a hidden wall or if this is a hidden area. But it's, my God, it's so, it's such an amazing game. Such an amazing game. So, okay. So obviously Elden Ring's the big one. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm assuming you're still working. I'm assuming you're still playing Halo Infinite because yes. are you, are you like, did I, did I read correctly that they're introducing a battle Royale mode to Infinite? I had heard this is a possibility or something along the lines of that, at least with this new uh, season update, at yeah. least it seems like they might be going that route, which is very, very interesting. I, I think it could, anything so I, I, I think Infinite, as far as its multiplayer goes, plays wonderfully. Mm -hmm. Like, I like how they've still managed to keep a little bit of a faster pace, but it still is slowed down to, like, classic Halo in some ways. Yeah. The guns sound great. They, they sound really cool. But, yes, I did hear of the possibility of them doing, like, a Battle Royale-esque mode. And I also really hope they bring back – so they do have Super Fiesta, where you spawn randomly with different weapons. Mm -hmm. But in Halo 5, there were, like – 110 different guns so it made it so awesome to be mm. like what am i gonna get what's gonna show up so i really hope they make some more modifications of the of the guns that you start oh, cool. with or can start with because fiesta is just so much you could start with a rocket launcher and a sword or a plasma pistol and a, and a um you know plasma rifle like it all it all depends so wow uh but yeah yeah the new season there's like new cosmetic stuff coming out uh, there's like a new arena map and then a new big team battle map as well. And then also this, uh, this new battle pass and the new, uh, potential gameplay mode of like a battle Royale esque thing for halo, which could be cool. Now, obviously we all come from sort of an era of video games where it's like, you play the game, the game is done. You wait for the sequel, the sequel comes out. That's just not the way it works anymore. How, how are, how are you liking the seasons? Cause like, I, I feel like I'm I'm slowly getting used to it, but it's weird yeah. to be like Halo Infinite is going to be the Halo game we have for a very long time. Yes, yes. I, I am also still getting used to it because there, there is like this exciting time, I think, for gamers like us 
where you'd play a game for a couple of years and then you'd wait for the new one. Yeah. And it'd be like this whole brand new experience and the anticipation of watching the trailer for the first time and all that stuff was, was such a cool feeling. So, but I do, I do get and understand the idea of picking a game and then committing to that one and building on that one, mm-hmm. especially when people put like so much time and effort into, into said game. Um, so yeah, I don't, it, it's definitely different, but the crazy thing is I'm actually kind of glad at this point that they're doing that because there's so many new games that come out all the time. So if it was like, if it was like a new Halo every two years, in addition to a new God of War, new Spider-Man, uh, new Final Fantasy, new Resident Evil, I feel like it would almost be too overwhelming. So I actually kind of like them building on that's true uh, okay. on a certain game. Um, but I, I don't know. It's it's definitely ex- I'm I'm just happy because I am such a Halo fan that so many new people have decided to pick up Infinite again or, or Halo again. So uh, that that part's been really fun. Thanks, Game Pass. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, right. That was yeah. Day one. Like I, yeah. I wouldn't have played it without Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. There's so just too, there's just too many games. There's so many. Like the dude, even on Game Pass though. Like I open up Game Pass every time I open up Game Pass. There's like ten new games. I'm like, yeah. Look, most of these I don't want to play, but they're here and they're free, so I feel kind of obligated to try them. That's how I ended up playing European Truck Simulator because it was <laughs> free one day, and I was like. I was like, this isn't my thing, but like I can honk the horn and I can drop off deliveries and like that's cool, I guess. I I have I have been uh, really because I've been traveling so much the past few weeks. I've been really enjoying Kirby uh, Forgotten Land, the new Kirby. That's so bad. My son wants to play it too. It's awesome. It's it's very very fun. Like not I don't want to say mindless, but there's like a bunch of collectibles you can get. It's not too difficult. It's, it's really, really fun. And I've been playing it on the, I'm normally not a mid console generation buyer. Like I'll just wait until like, for example, I had an Xbox one. I didn't get an Xbox one X. I waited for the series X, but I did upgrade or I got for, for Christmas this past year, the switch OLED. Ooh, oh, I'm thinking it's about a She pretty. Oh, damn. It, if you play it, if you play mostly in docked mode, I understand it not being something that maybe you want to invest in, but I play 99% of the time in handheld mode. It is beautiful. Like a noticeable difference for sure. So I'm I'm a handheld player because yeah, I mean, when you're flying on planes, I'm going to be on plane. We're in our hotel room, Chris. Yeah, exactly. Oh, do either of you guys have the steam deck yet? I was actually just going to ask you about this because no, no, but I'm definitely like, like from what I understand, like we, I think a couple of people on the GameSpot team uh, ended up with them and they sound amazing oh. but i don't understand how exactly it works it doesn't make sense that i could play in theory all these like heavy heavy lift yeah. games on something this big right it doesn't right. make sense to me i know it, it blows my mind the idea because i've watched videos and stuff of again people playing say elden ring or yeah. doom eternal or the witcher 3 or control and all these on something games- that looks like a game gear yeah, it's like, bizarre. I'm like, this thing has to sound so loud and it has to die in 30 minutes. But apparently, no. Like, it's, so I, I pre ordered mine. I'm so excited to get it. It's oh, man. like you said, I can't, my brain can't process it yet. I, most of what I play on Steam is like old school, like point and click adventure. Oh, so I don't think perfect. those work on that. Oh, I, I really? can't find a, like a real list. Okay. Of like games that will work on. Right. That's the issue. And, and right. I know that a lot is of the true. point and clicks don't work. Yeah. I mean, it's, po- it's, an, it's entirely possible. Yeah. yeah. Like you, you can move the cursor around with like the D pad or whatever. Yeah. And, and I remember, and there's the, the I remember two little track pads as well. Oh, on, yeah. On oh, either yeah, side. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because I, I just think remember when uh when they like remastered uh Monkey Island for the Xbox 360. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know how this is gonna work, but it worked and it was it great. was so good. It was perfect. It's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I, I cannot wait for that console. I, I'm fingers crossed. I checked. I or I check every single day. I check mm-hmm. my email just to see like just oh waiting God, for it. <laughs> please, please, please send me that notification. But because I also heard that you only have a certain amount of time to like respond yes. when your queue in line shows up. What? Yeah, yeah. So I that's why I'm so paranoid. Like my biggest fear is I don't know, 
but this is a horrible example example because I'm not going on vacation anytime soon, but I'm on vacation. I don't check my email for three days and I come back and I lose my spot in the, <laughs> in the Steam Deck lineup. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be so cool. October 2022 right now. That's when that's oh, so far. The next ones are expected. I was quarter two, or as of now, I'm still quarter two, 2022. So May. So I, you, I heard yeah. May. May or June. Yeah. Okay. 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 So pretty close, guys. Pretty close. Which means the next time we talk, hopefully we all have our Steam decks. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Hopefully that, my that wife would... allows me to get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I I'm very interested in how I'm going to swing this and make it happen, but watch me try. Um so obviously you're up to date on the consoles. Like, do you, do you still go back and play? Like, do you still go back and play on the older consoles? Oh my I say, God, yeah. I say this as I've been, I like since October, I've been in a continuous state of like setting up my office and I yes, have, I have too. like the NES, the N64, the PS2. I have all these things that I still need to hook up to the TV because yep. I know I'm going to want to play them at some point. Right. Right. So I, I absolutely am someone who likes to go back and play retro stuff um, but now one of the coolest things with like the switch um, is they've added all these classic yeah. games now on the switch, which has been awesome. So lots of times I will go and do that. But like, for example, my, my 3ds uh, XL has turned into this SNES machine. My PS Vita nice. has become like a PS one machine where I, I really use most of my space to like add these old classic games. Like I, I recently 100% final fantasy seven on the PlayStation Vita <laughs> just because it's again it's so convenient to mm -hmm. be able to get on a plane and go okay i'm gonna be on here for four hours or whatever so let me just play this um but yeah i, I oh, like so good to, to this day i probably once every two or three weeks i'll play like a few levels of super mario world like i just it's so good it's so amazing so so amazing oh, yeah, one of the coolest one of the coolest gifts that Brit actually got me was there is this, this guy made seriously a handheld N64. And what I mean by that is it's literally a system. So like you need the cartridge and you plug the cartridge back into this handheld mm -hmm. and it's the exact Whoa. controller layout and you play the actual game. So it's not an emulator or anything. It's like a legit handheld N64. That's so amazing. that thing has been really fun too. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I'd like one of those. Yeah, it's amazing. It's ama I wish I had it right here so I could show you guys. But I'm just—I'll just Google handheld N64. Yeah, you know? they exist. Like they exist. Cow, and they are that's... amazing. Wow. Might oh, be a little I... tough to travel with all the cartridges and stuff, but <laughs> if you have one like, game, um, you really that's what play. the carry-on is for, Adam. Yes. Yes. You find you an old like cassette holder. Uh, yeah. Like a, there a, you like, go. Traveling cassette holder. Yeah, yeah, that'd be perfect. <laughs> oh, just, just oh god, the possibilities are I know. endless and wonderful. I know, unbelievable. Like a, a, I found a place that uh, allowed me to check what games that I own are compatible with Steam. Uh, Steam Deck. Uh, I'm gonna get a Steam Deck. There you yeah. go. I mean, it's got I all the Monkey Islands, City Skylines, and Civ Five. That's all I need. I'm good. Nice. I, I really want to, speaking of, and I hope that this is somewhat, I think this is a point and click, but uh, Disco Elysium, I have not played that yet. It's kind and of I a hear, point and click. Yeah, is that, it kind of a point? Okay. I hear, have you guys played that? Is that really good? No, we gave it a 10 though, or GameSpot gave it a 10. GameSpot yes. gave it a 10. Three years ago. That's, I thought so. I thought I, so. I believe, is, is it on Game Pass now? I could have sworn yes, it popped up on maybe? Game Pass because I, I, I might have downloaded it. I actually have it on Switch downloaded ready to wow. go wow how do uh, i i'd be like i love that i look nintendo i love nintendo to death i love my switch to death even yes. though it's primarily become uh an animal crossing <laughs> machine hey great choice um but i will say like obviously we all know that nintendo's they're not they're not aiming to be the super graphics powerhouse machines but right. I, I love a i love the like the indie game possibilities are just oh my god over I the know. moon but that it yeah. can also run stuff like disco elysium exactly like exactly yeah it. like like the fact that to this day it still blows my mind like the witcher 3 is on the witcher switch. 3 is on switch and what it looks good <laughs> it does look it's good it's not it looks... like a crappy port like right amazing. It, does, it does crash a bit but yeah, yeah. so it, it, it's not it's not like it is on xbox or playstation but the fact that i can even get on roach and like run through white orchard yeah. 
as Geralt it, is just so, so absolutely insane to me. It's, it's the, the console is so much fun. And so, and I, and I do like, like we had said, like PlayStation and Xbox, they kind of compete with like graphics, you know, frame rate, all that stuff, these big AAA titles and, and switch has huge AAA titles in their own right. Um, but like you said, the, the indies on there as well. Like I played Hollow Knight for the first time on Switch. I played Dead Cells for the first time. Um, um, Axiom Verge, like The Messenger, uh, Cyber Shadow. Like there's so many, co- Shovel Knight. Mm-hmm. So many awesome games that I probably wouldn't have played had it not been for the fact that Switch has them on their console and I can play them while I travel. So it, it, it's, it's- it's just fun. And now, yeah, like we were, we were actually talking about it before you joined in, like Matt and I are like, we're ready for switch sports. Mm. I've been oh, wait, yes. been waiting for a successor to Wii oh, sports yes. for way too long. I, I know. Wa- I want to bowl. I want to play tennis. I want to do, I want to do it all. Yes. Golfing. Yes. I don't care. I, and I'm not going to buy like, like who, like, I don't know who the famous golfer is now is golf game. Like I'm not going to buy fighting golf. Yeah, sure. No, I'm not going to buy that, but I'm going to buy Switch Sports and it's going to be amazing. Like I also have so Ring fun. Fit Adventure. Oh, okay, Ring yeah. Fun. That that's a that's a weird fun game. Uh yeah. that like seemingly has no point, but it's still fun. You got to help old mech with running in place. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> right. Oh my god. Yeah, well god. That, yeah, as 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 we're sort of winding down, like what what's coming that you're excited about? Uh so um God of War Ragnarok, whenever that does end up dropping. Um, I This game is already out, uh, but I've only played it once since it's been out, since, again, Elden Ring has consumed a lot of my time. But Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, I'm Ooh. very excited to play more of. Yeah, uh, I'm a huge, huge Borderlands fan. Borderlands uh, is so good. It's amazing. It's absolutely... It, and funny enough is I played the first Borderlands, and I liked it, but I was like, I didn't understand... And this is a shame because it wasn't until two where I realized it. But at the first one, I was like, oh, this was really fun. But I don't know if it's one of my favorites. And then I played Borderlands 2 and I was like, oh, I get it. I get it now. Like Handsome Jack is the handsome Jack video is game the, villain. Yeah, he's perfect. He's, and he's amazing. Just, he's just so handsome. He What a handsome guy. He's just a good looking so, dude. So I still handsome. don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew before Borderlands 2. I just I played one. I don't I don't get it. Oh, it's so, it's so, it's so, yeah, it's not for me. We'll call it, we'll call it that. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's such a, well, it's also, it's it's a very odd combination of things. Like it's a shooter, but it's also kind of like, it's it's RPG. RPG. It Mm -hmm. has a really weird sense of humor. That's right up my alley. Yep. Me too. And you know, Claptrap is in it and that makes everything better. Right. Right. (laughs) So I, I, I am excited to play some more tiny Tina. And then also, uh, God, I, I mean, I don't have a good feeling about it, but Breath of the Wild 2 also I'm very excited it's a, about. It's a game that will supposedly come out one day. It's, it's yeah. Nintendo. They'll put it out and they're going to make sure it's nice yes. and polished and not rush it out. I, I can't believe I forgot. So I, I kind of blocked it out of my memory um, because I just want to be super surprised. But Silk Song, the, um, the sequel to Hollow Knight, I'm yeah. very excited about. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I'm hoping this year... And if not, I again, Team Cherry is like such a small team, and Hollow Knight is one of the to me, it's the best Metroidvania of all time. Hollow mm-hmm. Knight, uh, so I obviously, uh, they can take all the time that they need, but I am, yeah, god, I'm so excited for that game. It's a after, time after the, the cyberpunk issue, the WWE 2K19 issue, delay yep. all the games until yep. they're ready. I can, yep, patient yep. And wait, please, there wait. is plenty to play. There's plenty to, I totally agree. The whole, like, I hope that feeling of, oh shoot, we have this. And I understand like with publishers and all that stuff, it's a different scenario, but like that whole feeling of, oh my God, we need to get this game out. Cause we said it was going to be available at this time. And we don't want to disappoint anybody. Disappoint us with a delay. All you want. Just, I'd rather, I'd rather that than yeah. be disappointed by the game. Yes. yes. Because I'll yes. tell you what, like I bought cyberpunk when it came out Same. and now mm-hmm. everyone's like, it's fixed. I'm like, that's great. I'm not going back. Like, I can't do it. Like, I got yeah. so excited to play this game, and then it was a wildly disappointing experience. Right. What what platform did you play it on? I, I played it on Xbox One, like a real tough guy. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, that's... So I... Because I was very fortunate. I played on Series X. Uh, oh, nice. And I, I really maybe had two 
crashes like the entire time. And even the crashes were like so minimal and so rare. So I was very lucky. But again, I've heard the horror stories about it on Xbox One and PS4 and all it that was, stuff. Uh, yeah, I had it on PS4 and it was... Un- yeah unplayable unplayable yeah yeah okay. it was before yeah. it was before i got a pc to game on and it was before mm. i upgraded to ps5 since then everything is so much better uh but yeah. i will also say it was also like a weirdly hollow experience because mm. the promise of cyberpunk was this huge immersive world where like i can go sure. talk to people and do things and it just it a lot it of it felt so very very surface level it was fine it was just it's so know. it's so interesting you say that because I was just talking about this the other day with cyberpunk for me, it took like a certain point in the main story where then I started caring about the side quests, which was oh, okay. really weird. Like, I can't explain it. it. It's the only time I've ever had this experience with an open world game where I was doing the main quest and then I would do some side quests mm-hmm. and I was like, not feeling it. I'm just yeah. going to stick to the main story. And then something happens uh, in the story where it like grabbed me with the characters in the world. And then I wanted to go back and do a bunch of side stuff. So I, that was a very interesting experience. I ended up loving the game, okay. uh, but, but it, but it took me um, like, I, I don't want to say forced myself to play, but I was like, I'm going to keep playing through this game, this game. I love CD project red uh, at some point, hopefully it grabs me and it did. It did. It just Good. happened much later. Good. Yeah. The, the game I'm most waiting for. I know you're, this is very important to you, Adam. Uh, is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge? Hey, that oh looks my great. god, that's my childhood in a nutshell. Looks yeah, like. just a two mm. like Streets of Rage four when that came out a couple years back. Like, oh, but like I put like eighty hours into that. So good, but so like good. I want to play it in a cabinet. I want to play it in a cabinet I'll so make you bad, cabinet, Chris. I'll, okay. I'll use my my woodman techniques. I don't have it, but I'll, I'll get <laughs> some. Like, well, and that, and that's where I and that's where I sort of like have to be annoyed by every the the, the way Arcade One Up handles these things. They make fun cabinets. I like my NBA Jam, but like, oh, how great. do you re- how do you release two Ninja Turtles cabinets that just have the same two games on them? Mm. Like, there's a brand new one coming out. Make a deal. Give That'd somebody money on there, man. Oh my god, that would be get them, get them all on there. Yeah, get them all on there. But also, they did. Didn't they just release like the Cowabunga collection or something? Like I was that? gonna Which say with like four every Ninja games. Turtle game. Yep. I don't think that is out. Is that out yet? I, I don't think, think it's out yet. Oh, it's I not. Super I, duper want that. Oh, uh, if it's out, if it's out right when we're done, I'm gonna order that. Uh, <laughs> according I don't to Am- think so. Amazon says it'll get here in January of next year. So I'm oh! guessing it's not out. Oh, oh it's not released <laughs> until December 31st. Get out of here. What? It's on Switch. I like that. What about what about PS4? When does it come out on PS4? Yes. Good oh yeah, January second of next year. Okay. Mm. Man, so I we got a ways to go. Man, that I collection. really thought I really thought it was going to be out now. They did a full blown trailer for that. Well, they you did do that for a December game, <laughs> <laughs> especially a December game that's just remasters of a bunch of old arcade games. Come on, <laughs> NES games. Do they oh. put the NES tournament fighter on there, where it's just like two buttons? Oh, where it's like yeah. it's like it's like faked Ninja Turtle Street Fighter. I, I believe that was the only like one-on-one fighting game that ever hit the NES. I remember when that came out on the NES, my mind was blown. I'm like, it's like Street Fighter, but on any, and it was terrible. <laughs> Wait, I can only pick through the turtles. They also well, they also have the SNES, the, the SNES version. But I'm SNES looking, version's good. I'm looking at this now, and the one I don't think I see is the original Konami's NES game. The super terrible NES. Game. Is, it's, it's on there. Oh, is it? It is. Okay, good. Because oh, yeah, Turtles in Time. Okay. Turtles, Turtles in Time, time is my rules. favorite mm-hmm. arcade game ever. It's uh, so good. Of all time. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. I love that one. And it's got I Pizza Power, it. the song that the Ninja Turtles sing about their love of pizza. Mm. Like what's what not, a game. what's not to be what's not to be appreciative of. Right, right. <laughs> Well, hey, Adam, thank you for thank you so much. Games for coming on here. Are you you kidding me? Guys, I I mean this. I could do this every single day. So I will see you tomorrow. Yes, yes. (laughs) New Uh, GameSpot freelancer, Adam Cole, baby. (laughs) No, for real, though, I love talking to you guys. I love getting the chance to talk games, especially for as long as we did. And I mean it. And I'm, I'm. not just saying it, but seriously, hopefully we can do this again soon and anytime. I, I could talk games with you guys for hours, for hours and hours. It's our new segment, 
hanging with ha- Adam Cole. We refuse to talk about wrestling. Has yes. he has he played Little Nemo yet? Oh my god! <laughs> Next time, I have to. I have to show up prepared. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Oh, hey, welcome back. Thank you, Adam Cole. Thank you, AEW, for... um chit-chatting mainly thank you i mean adam cole is just a great guy i really like talking to him uh aaw dynamite airs wednesdays at 8 p.m i believe on tbs yes aew rampage airs fridays at 10 p.m on tnt which is dynamite i know it's weird that it's weird that dynamite's on tbs now because it's always tnt dynamite you know what that's fine that's I i don't i don't like it anyway so I, I think I, I talked to you about this very briefly. We never fully discussed it. Originally, this was going to be the interview is going to be Adam Cole's not allowed to talk about wrestling. We're not allowed to talk about wrestling. And the idea that I had, I don't think I talked to you this now that I'm saying it out loud, because um, when I was planning this with with AEW, and this was before WrestleMania, when we started talking about things, uh, I wanted to have a button that you hit or that I would hit anytime wrestling was brought up that would stop them from talking about wrestling. Like an air, like a bruh, 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 really annoying air horn. That sounds and terrible. As, I'm glad. Uh, yeah. As you that. say, as I say it out loud, it's a bad idea. I'm really glad that didn't happen. Exactly. That's, but here's the thing about ideas, Chris, sometimes they're bad and I'm okay. Admitting that I have tons of bad ideas. Oh, I only have great ideas. That's weird. What's it like being you? I don't know. You, you, I don't think you've ever really had a genuinely bad. There's, there's been ideas that I've said no to, but there, I don't think anything's been really like bad. You know? I mean, you've only known me a couple of years, a few years, Matt, five years. I, well, I've known, years. I've known you five years now in my heart. You've known me my entire life, our entire lives. We've, yeah. we've swam together across the ocean of life. Someday we'll find it. The rainbow connection, the lovers, mm-hmm. the dreamers and the wrestle buddies. Anyways, I have a lot of I have a I have folders upon folders of just bad, bad writing ideas. ideas. Wonderful. I'm not joking. I I I write down every idea I come up with and a lot most of them are bad. I write down a lot of ideas. I have a lot every once in a while I go into the notes app in my phone and just look at the stuff I've written down that I feel let me look in there now, see if there's anything that'd be fun to share here. Um mm, watch Bad Trip on Netflix. That's all that one says. That was a good one. I liked Bad Trip. I, good, uh, good Eric Andre stuff. I see. I have, I have a list of the. I have a list of the, what I think are the best lean cuisine meals. Hey, hey, editor Matt here. Um, the next couple of minutes, it's Chris just reading lists from his phone. These aren't ideas. Uh, these are just lists from his phone. So we're just gonna cut that out. That chair is still making noise. Back to the show. But yeah, I have I, <laughs> your notes are very different than mine. My notes are like mm, the funny guy falls off building onto pillow fort. Pillow fort turns into bees. Uh, July 27th, 2017. Hey, Chris, go to sleep now. It says I don't know. Chris, why. these aren't real idea notes. This is not what I was. Well, referencing. I have I have One notes as well. Bit. I'm picking out the weird stuff. Chris just writes down words. I was talking about fully, fully fledged ideas that turn out to be bad. Some of them turn out to be good. Um, our friend Smackdown Hacker and Prediction Bot, two ideas that turned out to be good, but mm-hmm. the journey to get to at least one of them was very, very rough. I'll let you decide which character that was. I have, um, yeah, I, I have, I have some stuff in here. I have, I have a couple of podcast things in here that I'm still keeping under my hat. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds like a great idea. Uh, by the way, if you have WWE 2K22, uh, go into the creation search for community creations mm. uh use the hashtags GameSpot and or wrestle buddies wrestle buddies is one word uh, there you will much. find all of chris and my creations i'm actually i have yet i need to upload i i may or may not have uploaded chris 
I you did create, upload Chris because you did. and I are tag, are tag champs right now. Oh, that's right. Smart. Okay, I uploaded Chris. He is wearing a wrestle the Wrestle Buddies t shirt that Matt and I both own. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 because I know it is important to you, Wrestle Buddies Nation, the alternative attire is my Dark Order attire. Perfect. Join the Dark Order. Um, I have changed Thad Mudhoney completely. Um, oh, the really? Sets the same. Thad Mudhoney is now called King of RKO. Why? Because I, like uh, I didn't like Thad Mudhoney. I just gave him a little bit of change to make him a real character. Wait, is he like a king now? Yeah. The worst gimmick ever. Oh, so he's he's just he's just copying Lord Pumpernickel's gimmick. Mm, it's copying every King of the Rings gimmick. And uh, also, I made a character last night that I'll be uploading soon called the Human Arm Drag Machine. Much like Taz the Suplex Machine, oh, this God. person does only arm drags. Oh, God. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Russell Buddies. We hope you had at least almost as much fun as we did. Go ahead and rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. You can email us questions at WrestleBuddies at GameSpot.com or find us over on Twitter at WrestleBuddies. I am at Chris Hayner. He is at I'm Matt Elfring. See you next week.